always got Pixlexia, okay? This all on you? This all on your cow? Welcome, foolish mortals. It is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure that we welcome you tonight. The reference here is very obscure. Welcome to the Obscure World of Disney. You're listening to the Obscure Disney Podcast. It's our belief that no detail is too small, no character cameo too short, and no quirk too strange to be celebrated. And with new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, why not get an annual pass wherever you get your podcast from or find us at ObscureDisneyPodcast.com. And see all of our fun patches at DisneyPatch.com. Let's bowl, let's bowl, let's rock and no you said we weren't going we to weren't gonna start we were it not way. going to start it off that wow way. talk about an obscure reference <laughs> how many grease 2 fans do we have out there oh it's bull tonight <laughs> okay so i wanted to talk about this for a while now and i wanted to get your thoughts on it because i don't know if we talked about it much uh personally off off of recordings or anything okay Last time we were walking through downtown Disney at the Anaheim Resort, yes. they had closed the House of Blues. Yes. A place that we had gone to once or twice before to hang out for like radio recordings and different things, right? Sure. And they were ripping it down and they were building none other than a bowling alley. A bowling alley. And I thought to myself, what in the world is this? It's called Splitsville. It is. And they built a bowling alley in place of where where house House of blues Blues was located at um i then recently found out that there was another splitsville in disney's in um what's it called disney springs yeah disney springs also has a splitsville oh which is a bowling alley basically right right? yeah so just on face value what how do you feel about the idea of going to downtown disney to go bowling for a night um, well, here's the thing. I think Disney is constantly trying to engage locals. They're constantly trying to say, look, we're good for the economy. We're good for things for you to do. It's not just a theme park type of situation. And uh, bowling is one of those things that people can just off the cuff say, hey, let's go bowling. And a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, let's go do that. Um and to have a bowling alley that's very well kept and clean, I think. Uh, yeah. I, I've done it once, so I can only speak to this once. But a lot of the imagery that comes out of bowling alleys is very sticky yeah. and gross kind of thing. So to have one that's really, really well kept and stuff is probably a big draw for things. I don't know how it's a bigger draw than the House of Blues where yeah. they would have concerts and they serve drinks and things like that. Well, I guess that's a good question too, I guess, because what do you put right outside the gates of the happiest place on earth? Mm. In Apparently order to compete. a pretzel place. Wetzel's pretzels. Well, Wetzel's, Wetzel's pretzels, I can't even say it. And the and sprinkles cupcakes, yeah. that makes sense to me yeah. because you're there, you're already spending ridiculous amounts of money on things sure so five dollars on a cupcake or seven dollars on a pretzel seems to almost make sense and you're like okay that's fine and i'm just walking around here anyway buying t-shirts while you're there or puzzles or you know that kind of thing little Uh tchotchkes and different things that you walk by all of that makes a lot of sense but i don't really see leaving pirates of the caribbean to walk outside to go bowling but maybe i mean obviously they're doing and they're doing it well 
Um, and I will say that, like you just said, we have gone bowling to one of the newer bowling alleys. And, and even Sportsville says, not your dad's bowling alley. Sure. They've gone with a completely different new concept, um, you know, where it's more of an interactive game experience. I'll tell you more about it later. But oh, all right. um, just just as it is. And and does it make more sense at, at um, Anaheim where it is a locals park where locals go? I I had a friend that had to go to a work situation down in Orlando and um they were not going to go into the parks uh they yeah they were like the the company's not paying for us to go into the parks and I don't want to really drop a hundred and some odd dollars to go into the parks for a day yeah you know but they did go to Disney Springs and they're like that place is really fun I went and did the balloon no, what is it? The thing called where you wear the VR goggles, the uh, void. Yeah. They're like, I went and did the void and it was amazing. And we went and ate at this great restaurant. And I was like, huh, I have never thought about the fact that there are people that just don't go into the parks that kind of do things around the parks. You know, because right. if I'm going to Orlando, I'm like, I'm going to the parks. Yeah. You know, because um, you can have a lot of the park experience minus the rides. Mm-hmm. by going to the by going to the parks uh i just recently actually read a blog post all about how basically disney loses money on the rides and they make up for the money on everything else <laughs> like, on all the merch and all the food and all yeah that. and all the experiences that they offer yeah and so if they could figure out a way which they're basically doing now about it now i guess is the topic of the week uh of figuring out ways for you to spend money without having to pay for the rides then they're yeah. all about it because they're like yeah now we make way more money because we don't have to pay 110 million dollars for tower of terror if right. we can skip that part of it and have you if you can be just as excited to go into the world of Disney's store as you are to actually go into a store in Disney, they make more money. Exactly. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. That's. And so I guess that's what they're probably doing with these things. And I guess, and it almost is interesting to me that I think that Disney Springs and maybe Disney Springs does attract a lot of locals that I don't know about. Maybe that is what the idea of it is. Sure. Is to have people go there that are locals um, rather than the people that are going to park go that are going to the parks for the days. Right. I really don't know who goes there. Um, it And, you know, Disney Springs is basically just a big outdoor mall. Right. Like that. Like if you had to describe it. Yeah, it is like an outdoor mall where there's a lot of high end stores and food places and things. Yeah, I think they call them lifestyle centers now. Oh, is what the lifestyle shopping experiences or something? I think is what they're calling them. Right, because you want to get away from the idea of a mall because the word mall is so dated. Um, and they do have like live performances and stuff there. Uh, right. Uh, bands and things yeah what they're trying to do the idea of a lifestyle center is to blend what was quintessential downtown main street ideas with what the activities of a mall gave you and blend the two things together and to see if that would be more of an interactive fun experience as opposed to just going to a mall walking from shop to shop and shopping right um and so that's but the blog post i read about it was all about like uh yeah the thing is is those are all organic and these are not which I even like better. <laughs> like, oh, all right. I like the idea that Disney like completely creates the experience for you and allows you to go shopping at the same time. Yeah, it's almost like a, a themed shopping area. A themed shopping experience Yeah, that you can go bowling at all the, at the same time. Bowling. Yeah, so anyway, I don't know if... if so I guess this is, I did this idea of going to this new high-end bowling type of an area. They're, they say that they're 50,000 square feet large or bigger. 
Okay. So they're basically what they were saying was half the size of your average Walmart store. That's oh, how big these are. All right. But there's like 20, maybe 70 bowling lanes that are available in wow. there. And when they opened the two uh, Splitsvilles located at um, both of the Walt Disney World and Disneyland, they had a three-year conversation with Disney beforehand of like what they wanted them to be and what they wanted the theme to be, basically. Um, are they themed? Other than, I mean, they're that they're that they have a concept behind them that they're a fun place to go bowling. That's fun for the family. Oh, okay. um, they do. It is interesting that they do offer. It's like after nine o'clock at night, you have to be twenty one and older. Oh. So then their liquor license kicks in and it becomes a bar. Oh, nine o'clock at night. Because that's just what I want. A bunch of intoxicated people throwing really heavy cannonballs around. Right. Sounds terrifying. Sounds like a thing to do. There are there are only six of them in. All of the U.S., um, two of which are located at Disney parks. And if Disney had more parks. Splitsville specifically. Splitsville specifically, right. For some reason, I thought that it was a Disney-run business. business. Is it not then? Not necessarily, no. They oh. actually started in like Tampa, Florida. They then had one in like Miami. And then obviously they put one in Orlando, Anaheim. There's also some in like Massachusetts and Virginia. But what's interesting is when they made the announcement of the ones going into Disney... They did have some in Ohio and in Texas as well that have closed. They didn't end up staying open. Oh, okay. And so it does speak to the fact that it's like a very specific clientele that is, go, you know, a very specific experience that's very much around a vacation time, basically. Sure. Yeah. And I guess maybe that's a thing, too. If you're on vacation, why not go bowling with your kids? Right? I mean, let's be honest. A bowling alley is pl plenty loud that if your kids are noisy, it probably won't bother a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and it is something that you do need to pay attention to. And it is somewhat of a physical activity. Uh, so I think people can see that as a good family activity that everyone can be united and focused on a singular activity. You know what I mean? versus uh, when you're at home in different rooms or even sitting in the same room but focusing on different things. With a bowling alley, it's kind of a one of those shared experiences. And very rarely is somebody amazing at bowling these days. I don't know many people that claim that they're really gifted at right. bowling. My grandpa and dad and mom were very much into bowling. Oh, were they? They were so into it. It was ridiculous. Did you pick up any of those bowling jeans? Well, my grandpa had to have the. They did not have a bit a bit big enough for his thumb to go into. Ah, so they had to like, like a single, a single right, yeah. right. So I should have kept his bowling ball. <laughs> I'm sure now they have bits big enough, but <laughs> um, no. So it's one of those experiences where you're all kind of learning it together. You're all giving each other tips. You're helping each other out. It's more of a group experience. I guess so. And I guess I can see how that could be a closer fit than House of Blues. Sure. You don't want to take your kids to just another restaurant. Right. right? And it is something that could attract a local. Why not? I guess it could work. Um, so it does say Splitsville have... Splitsville officially spent three years working with Disney to refine the theme, menu, prices, format, and operating hours. So the locations would work with other new restaurants and attractions under the construction in the area. Okay. The Disney locations will have two floors, which I guess they do because we've seen that, right? We have. They have two floors with a total of 30 bowling lanes and 750 seats, including the two pods where people can sit while bowling. Oh, all which right. sounds kind of fun. Yeah. And I did see on there that they have like some special nights that are like 
for cast members on specific nights. It's like $9 bowling, $9 pizza after nine o'clock at night Okay, for cast members only, basically. So sure. like it's like a thing for cast members to do. And at Disney World, wow, that makes sense. Right? Yeah. I mean, they <laughs> employ thousands of people. So yeah. So crazy. I don't know. It's just crazy. I, it's a crazy concept to me. I still don't know how I feel about it. Essentially. Uh, what I'm intrigued by this idea of theming. Is it just that it, it, um, is themed as a bowling alley or do they do specific things to change that up? Do you know? Other than just being the new concept of bowling. Cause like when you and I went bowling in the past, it wasn't what I would call theming, but they have fun activities and they have different, like there was like an arcade that's there and stuff sure. too. Yeah. Right. I think, and by theming and by drinks, I think drinks might be part of the thing oh, too that sure. they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't imagine that there's a specific, like it's not like designed around Pirates of the Caribbean or anything. Which would, I mean, that here's the fun. thing is like, this is what you want out of your Disney yes. bowling park. Here's the thing. They have to walk such a fine line when it's a Disney park or a Disney area is that you don't want to beat people over the head with the fact that it's a Disney park. Um, but I think people that are in the Disney area want things that are Disney themed. Now that now that I know that Splitsville isn't owned by Disney, it makes more sense that it's not Disney themed. Yeah. Um, but if I was them, I'd be like, can we make special pins that look like Disney characters? Oh, that'd be interesting. Um, can we can we put hidden Mickey's on the uh, on the balls? Can we? Do like why not well, do I mean, things that Dis- are even just wink and nod to Disney? Finger yeah. holes are already basically hidden Mickey, aren't they? Well, kind <laughs> of. Um, but I mean, it could be fun. Like if they did, um, if they did a pirates themed, where like I said, you're basically throwing cannonballs, so you might as well. Like usually when you're bowling on the screens where they have the score, if you make a strike or whatever, make a strike. Is that the right verbiage? Sure if you roll a strike, bowl a strike, um, they have like an animation or something. Why not do a pirate themed night where if you hit a strike, it shows you shooting down Davy Jones ship or something, you know, like just something Disney themed, I think would be interesting in that format. Um, because like I said, you're around a Disney park and people almost expect it. If you were to figure out a way to, how best would you put this into your vacation? If you were, to go to one of the two specific Disney locations. I think it would either have to be the night you arrive that you decide to go bowling. Uh, For those of us that car like drive in by car. Right. Sometimes, especially if you're not annual pass holders, you don't want to waste your money going into the park. Yeah. That first day because you're there later. So why not go bowling that night and get out of the car, relax a little bit. Yeah and then go in. Um, or it could be, um, again, like a half day type of activity for the day that you leave. I could see that. And I know that there are people that leave parks before the close of the parks. Not that everybody's like people us. People are weird. I know. <laughs> uh, Not no, everybody's for sure. crazy as we are. Like there are people with kids, uh, who staying all day is just not feasible. Yeah. And it's not fair to your kids to force them to do something like that. So I, it may be a great thing to do that, you know, do you want to go back to the pool? Do you want to go bowling? Let's go do something. Um, The only problem I see with that is that a lot of people spend a lot of money to go into the parks. Yeah. And so the idea of paying an extra 
however much it costs to go bowling seems like extra. You know, if you're like, if you're tired from the park, we're going back into the park tomorrow. We're just going to go back to the hotel so you can sleep. Mm-hmm. Versus if you're tired of the park, let's go pay another $100 to go bowling. Right. You know? Yeah. And I know we do have a lot of friends that leave early all the time. Sure. That they, once like six or seven o'clock rolls around, they usually leave, go shower, change, go, and then they go out to dinner and do things at night. Right. That's a lot of what they do. And I could say that they would really enjoy that. And at, at Anaheim, they were planning on adding that third hotel, I believe, right? On property. Oh, yeah. For a minute, they were. They were planning on doing that. And there are a lot of people that stay in hotels nearby that potentially you could come back over because it, I mean, obviously at Disney world, there's tons of people on property yeah. nearby that can jump on a bus and head over. Right. So I guess there's enough people that would support that one. Cause Disney Springs as a whole at Disney, at Disney world, I find fascinating because the same thing, like they have an AMC theater there. They have all kinds of things that you just go, who are you people that come to this theater all the time? Well, I don't think. And how do I become you? Well. Yeah. Really well, and we know enough people that live in like around the parks that work around the parks that um, they I think people do tend to get a little jaded with being in the parks all the time. Uh-huh. So uh, maybe somebody who lives there might say, oh, I'll go in in the morning and then in the evening I'll go out and see a movie. Yeah, and I think Orlando has a couple million people that live there, and there's like a hundred thousand cast members on property, Ooh. if I remember right. That's somewhere a lot in there, of people, right? So I guess yeah, there's lots of people nearby. I mean, this is our new retirement plan: is to live at Disney, m- move down to Orlando, and go play at Splitsville. Oh, we're gonna be <laughs> we're gonna be such a cliche. Um, I have to get much better at bowling. I've only done it the once, and I don't remember being exceptionally good at. I just it. want to go for the nine dollar pizza. Oh, we get in. <laughs> yeah that's a fun fact about you is that anywhere that there's pizza your ears i'm a now happy person like, oh wait what it's probably the reason i like space mountain so much is because you can smell pizza on the whole walkway up it's true at disneyland how great is that you walk past the pizza port or pizza Planet. but it is true though right that they have a lot of it because they were even talking about that there was and maybe they already have this there there's an um harley davidson store at disney springs uh-huh which is also something that i find that would be somewhat unique right like see i feel like the same thing that Who's I... Who's going to buy a Harley Davidson right. application? I'm just kidding. They don't, that's not actually what you buy there. It's what I feel about um, the shops in Las Vegas. Um, the way that I've done vacation there, you walk by and you're like, who's buying this? Right. Like, and I understand that there's a lot of much wealthier people than I, go figure, uh, who are willing to drop a lot of money on things. But you walk down the strip and you're like, why? why is there a porsche dealership who's buying a porsche on the strip you know like it just feels weird yeah um and it feels that way at disneyland too where you walk past some of these stores and you go huh who is buying two pounds of chocolate at disney world like what are you gonna do with two pounds of chocolate that huge disney loaf that you buy at disney on the california wharf you know? Oh yeah, like the loaf of bread. Yeah, it's a great. Are big... you just going to eat a loaf of bread while, while you're watching... walking around the park? Like <laughs> that seems like. And s- people do it every time, and I'm they jealous. Do, they do. I... <laughs> you want a loaf of bread every time you see somebody I totally else? I want a loaf of bread. <laughs> you know I do. Where'd you get a loaf of bread? <laughs> 
I mean, their sourdough is amazing. But I guess, I mean, because everything, like I said, everything else makes sense there. All of the restaurants make sense. All of the, you know, even the $5 cupcakes make sense. Because even Sprinkles, the cupcake place, you know, yeah. I'm not sure that that even makes sense outside of Disney Springs or D- California Venture. Yeah. Uh, downtown Disney, I mean to say. I'm not even sure that that makes sense. Um, but there, it makes perfect sense. The Void makes perfect sense. Right. I think... Um, really what they're doing there is they are kind of banking off what you and I like to call the theme park pricing. Yeah. You go into a theme park and suddenly the price, like the world of pricing warps when you're in a Disney park and you go, Oh, $13 for a hot dog. That sounds totally reasonable. (laughs) It seems. And it's just not, you know, Oh, Forty dollars for a T-shirt, of course. And you're like, forty dollars for a T-shirt? Like you, you would see that at like a Target and go, "There's no way you I'm dropping forty dollars on a T-shirt," you know. So, I think maybe the the businesses outside of a Disney park kind of bank on that. Like the pricing kind of rolls into it's true the shops outside of Disney. It's true. It it's feel it feels very much part of that. Um, and I'm trying to remember where I saw the number. I think I read one time that uh, there's like 100,000 people that go to downtown Disney um, a year, you know, or like a day or something crazy like that. Okay. Maybe it was Disney Springs that there's like 100,000 people that go there a day. And so to be put in that kind of foot traffic is in a phenomenal. Sure. So, yeah, you can easily fill up your 30 bowling lanes that way. And you're potentially dealing with a lot of people that are just looking to spend money. There are some people that go on vacation they're like i'm gonna drop some cash this trip and they do yeah and you know the places like that definitely benefit from it yeah so that's it guys that's what splitsville is they have them at both locations um wondering if you guys would go if you want to go bowling at disney it sounds like fun by the way if we had extra time we might do it would you go more if it was themed that's the real question right if it was disney themed would you go more it's very possible. Yeah. Yo ho ho ho, it's bowling life for me. But it's like I always say, I only bowled the one time and I totally broke a nail doing it. Follow my perfectly sculpted two-finger point to the exit. If you enjoyed today's podcast, rate, review us on your favorite podcast app. And if you didn't, help us do better by buying a patch at DisneyPatch.com. Always be proud of what makes you unique. And we'll see you next time on the Obscure Disney Podcast. <laughs>